0: Hello, everybody. My name is Sherry. My pups' names are Sunny and Riley, and you're tuning into Therapy Dog Talk. Each week, we talk with different therapy dog teams and researchers around the world about the impact they're making in their area and find out a little bit more about their story. If you're just getting started and not sure where to get started, we have a free guide for you that you can find at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. And we also have a community you can join at community.therapydogtalk.com. So today I'm really excited to introduce you to Kara and her dog, Little Dude. They are a team out of New York and Kara is also a early childhood educator who's put together a series of books and curriculum inspired by Little Dude for social emotional learning. So let me just get her in here. Hi, Kara, how are you?
1: I'm hey, How are you. I'm so Hi. excited
0: to have you here today. For those who don't know you, would you like to introduce us to yourself and your pup? Sure. my name is
1: Kyra Zilas. I'm the founder of Big World and Little Dude. We're a social and emotional learning platform teaching young children social and emotional skills. It's based on this amazing therapy dog, Little Dude, and his name. Yeah, we're based in New York, and that's kind of who we oh, are. Awesome! Thank you so much. Carol, how
0: did you first discover the role of therapy dogs?
1: When we got little dude as a little tiny puppy in 2011, we had this amazing trainer called Dog Boy. The trainer was more for us than for the dog, and he mentioned the Good Dog Foundation because I said to him, "Oh, I'd love to do some volunteer work." And he said, "You should check out the Good Dog Foundation," and I did so immediately because he said, "You know, little dude has such a wonderful disposition. And that's what sort of started me on the journey of becoming yep. a therapy dog. Team. Yeah,
0: great. So it was really kind of your trainer's recommendation that led you to know that little dude would enjoy that experience.
1: Yes. And just his personality and the fact that I really wanted to do something in our that's community on a great. volunteer basis. That's awesome.
0: Did you say how long you've been a therapy yes. dog team together?
1: We have been with the Good Dog Foundation since Little Dude was one, so about 10 years. But we had a two-year break when I lived in Australia in the last few years. But yeah, overall, we've been with the Good Dog Foundation volunteering for eight years. This will be our eighth year being out there. And we just recertified because we used to recertify every year. So we just recertified and we're going to be going to a hospital up in Fairfield County That's in great. Connecticut. great.
0: So you're getting ready to volunteer in a hospital. I know you've also done a lot of work in schools. Are there any other places that you volunteer together?
1: Yes, we've done many, many things in the eight years. Some things we've done on a consistent level, like we've gone every week or every two weeks to the same place. And then there's other things that they offered as like drop-in moments, I guess, or experiences but the ones that stand out are we volunteered for the Charter School for Autism which was a school in Harlem and we've been at the Rebecca School which is another school for developmentally challenged children and we've done various other Locations as well. Old age facilities, universities, many, many, many schools, but not in the capacity of therapy dog. That's more of capacity of my work. Libraries.
0: Yeah. So that's great. Does things. the good dog foundation match you up with those? Or do you kind of say, this is what I'm looking for? What do you have available? How does that work with them No, they
1: have relationships with a wide range of facilities. It's based in the East coast, but they like in Westchester, Connecticut and New York, like Manhattan, Brooklyn, and all the boroughs. And they just sort of send out a list. These are the institutions that we are affiliated with. And if you would be interested, then you can sign up. And then each facility has its own intake process. Like if you do go to a hospital, it's more of an extensive process. Actually, we also went to the VA too in New York. And we were visiting like the psychiatric ward at the VA hospital in the city. I just remembered that one. But yeah, if you go to a hospital, there's a much more lengthy process because you have to do a medical, you have to have background clearance, So there's a lot more steps to go through. So it just really depends on how much time you have and what you want to go through to in order to volunteer at okay. a specific location. So you
0: volunteered in New York, but now you're in Connecticut, right? Were you able to stay with the Good Dog yeah. Foundation through that transition? Yeah, yeah. So you me mentioned too. you went back to Australia for a while. Is that where you're from? Yes. Okay. okay. I I Sydney, me, Australia. But I'll leave that for another conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's beautiful. I love visiting there, right? <laughs> there a few times. Did Did you take Little Dude with you and did you volunteer together while you were there as well?
1: No, I did not take Little
0: Dude with me because
1: the travel just is too arduous. Like there's no way that I would put you through that. Australia is really far away and you know you the only option is to put him underneath the plane. I just would never have ever done that to him, and we weren't sure how long we were going for, and also once you get to Australia, your dogs are quarantined three weeks. They have to go through expensive medical it's just it would have been too much for him at his age. Yeah, there's no ways I was going to do that, so he stayed back with family,
0: yeah, I was curious about that. It's good that you had family he could stay with.
1: Yes, and that was my biggest thing of staying in Australia for as long as we did. We obviously really missed the little dude because he's yeah. such a huge part of our family. I'm sure he
0: was so excited to see you when you came back. Oh my goodness. Actually,
1: we have the reunification on video oh. and yeah, he we just went crazy. Just like kisses and snuggles. and it That's was, so cute. It Is that on your YouTube channel? No, I know. <laughs> I was going to go check it out if
0: it was because it yeah, sounds adorable.
1: So no, I didn't
0: share that that but yeah it was really sweet yeah (laughs) what surprised you the most in your training journey with little dude
1: i guess it's more to train the human when you're doing the dog therapy obviously there is the basic commands that your dog has to know like stay sit down and the basic commands but it's more to see what type of temperament is your dog you know if someone's going to pull his tail or if there's going to be a loud noise or if there's going to be a wheelchair going past him, like all those things, that's what they're looking for. So are they going to react in certain situations? And then they're training the handler, like this is how you behave when you go to these facilities. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. I was talking with Selena and Jedi two weeks ago, and they're also through the Good Dog Foundation, and she had the same takeaway mm-hmm. that it was the And So I don't think like mm-hmm. to do a really good job of emphasizing that at the Good Dog Foundation.
1: Yeah, they do. They're a wonderful organization. I'm really proud to be sort of aligned with them with Little dude.
0: Kara, is there a story you can share that's an example of why you enjoy volunteering with Little Dood? Yeah, it's just
1: meeting people that you never would meet in your daily life. I like that interaction the best. It's just having conversations and interacting with other human beings and like making that connection because I guess that is a big part of human nature is making connections with other people, just that idea to, to other people in your community and that experience and exchange of kindness. I think that was something that I wasn't expecting, how good that would make me feel and how that would make the person feel to have little dude come and be part of their day. I guess one story that really sticks out for me is that when we visited a school, there was a boy who was like there. Sometimes you go into schools where either the children love dogs and it's a great distraction and they walk him and feed him. But then some situations, children are afraid of dogs. So they bring the dogs in to help desensitize them. So there was this one student and it took Almost ten months for him to come near little dude, put his hand on his back to give him a treat and open up his hand, and it was just that journey that I went with him and just experiences like that that bring me joy and that we're happy to help. It was a Really oh, beautiful experience.
0: Okay. Winston commented and said that they love little dude's name and they're curious how you came up with that. I honestly don't remember. We were gonna call
1: him poodle or poodly bear which is one of the characters in the book now and i don't know i just thought of that name little dude we wanted a dog that was kind of like a little dude and <laughs> i mentioned it to my husband
0: and it just i just kind of stuck what kind of dog is little dude he's a okay. should
1: Bichon the yeah, perfect little lap dog, dog it sounds like <laughs> exactly that's exactly what he is yeah the new hospital that we're going to they said they have mostly big dogs And so they're really excited to have the little lap dog. we can go up onto their beds
0: if they want or sit in (laughs) people's laps and give snuggles. So yeah, he is a very good lap dog. Well, Kara, I know that your work volunteering with Little Dude inspired you to write a series of books about him. I'm curious if you could tell us a little bit more about that inspiration and where it's led you. So as I mentioned before, the thing that took me
1: by the most surprise, and I'm not sure why, but it just did, was the joy that it brought me to be kind to other people and how a small act of kindness and that exchange can have like such an impact on me and the person receiving Little dude's visit. I am a classroom teacher and I was teaching at a Montessori school, an early childhood classroom in the city, and I wanted to teach that idea to the students in my classroom. What is kindness? Why it's important to be kind? So I asked the head of school, can I bring in little dude to explain about kindness? And she was really open to it. So I started to bring little dude into the classroom and I realized he's such an amazing teaching tool. The kids are so engaged. They're so interested and it's a great vehicle to talk about kindness. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to write a book about this so I can share little dude's story. So I wrote a book about Little dude getting lost in Central Park and how through the kindness of strangers, he found his way home. It kind of spiraled from that. And in the classroom, I realized we teach little kids ABCs and one, two, threes. Why aren't we teaching children explicitly what is kindness? What is empathy? What are manners, respect? All those important foundational skills that led me down a path of looking into social and emotional learning. In 2015, it wasn't such a buzzword or so in the forefront of education like it is today. It really has grown social and emotional learning. So I really started to research what's social and emotional learning? What's the research behind it? What are the benefits? How to implement it into the classroom. This led me to writing six books and six lesson plans, like a literacy-based curriculum. I started to teach that in the classroom and in the school where I was at. So that's how Big World of Little Dude sort of began. He's the main character in the book series, and you follow him and his friends on adventures, finding out about manners and kindness, empathy, respect, all those good things, all those good foundational skills. And so that's the
0: story. That's really great. I know you have many layers of education and certification that really help you in that process too, in addition to Little Dude's inspiration. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wanted to call out, so I have the empathy That's ones right here. And I know that a lot of people who <laughs> their yeah. dogs okay. like to take books they can read that are about therapy dogs. And so one of the things that I think is really cool is that mm-hmm. that one really shares how Little Dude experiences empathy with people that he visits as a therapist. Yeah. And the th- this book, Kindness, that really
1: is about therapy dogs. So it's about this is what a therapy dog is. This is how it works. This is why we do it. That first book on kindness really is the first book I kind of wrote in the series too.
0: That's really great. Do you take those
1: books with you on your visits with Bulldog? It just depends where I'm going, but no, I kind of keep it separate. When I do my therapy work, I'm really there in the role for the Good Dog Foundation and as a therapy dog team so it's something that I keep separate it also depends where we're going but mostly I just keep yeah. it I wasn't sure if any
0: of the things you were doing involved reading to children where it would be like a natural integration to share his story yeah not really the therapy visits are more like
1: in hospitals and if they're at schools it's more just to have interaction with the dogs rather than like me being a teacher it's kind of like I'm just this yeah. little good's the
0: main show. I'm just there
1: to facilitate that. that.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you have created this curriculum and series of books around social emotional learning. I don't talk about it often here, but I'm a therapist. And so I often help clients with those skills that they haven't learned. Oh, yeah. So I think it's so okay. great that it's becoming mm-hmm. more of a trend to really implement that learning in schools to help kids learn how to express themselves and understand themselves at an early age.
1: Yes, Definitely.
0: So I think now, especially after the
1: pandemic, that children were kept away from school and that socialization and that interaction and how we communicate and make friends and emotionally regulate ourselves in a classroom setting. All those things were missed by so many children. So I think now more than ever, is really important to have a book, Hello Friend, A Guide to Making Friends. And I think that's a really important one for right now because children have just
0: missed out on how do I actually make a friend? Definitely. It can be so hard, especially for those kids with autoimmune situations where they just literally couldn't be around anyone because it was so Mm -hmm. dangerous. Sometimes I think it from like an adult perspective.
1: Sometimes as an adult, it's hard to make a friend. So you put yourself in a child's perspective where they don't have that knowledge of an adult. So if you find it difficult or if it's like uncomfortable or what's the process then imagine it from a child's perspective yeah. it can be really really daunting so I
0: always try and give that yeah and I know you know we learn things more as we teach things and so just have people work through those books with kids it's gonna help mm-hmm. them better understand those concepts that they may or may not have learned at an early age too so I find that the social emotional learning books can be really yeah. helpful even for adults because a lot of times we just didn't have that training
1: yeah. And that's kind of why I wrote the books too, because yes, they can be used in the classroom, but they can also be used at home. Each book has a guide in the back, which goes go deeper into each theme. So maybe more activities or cartoons or just little prompts where it really helps the parent or families go into each theme to give them a better understanding of how they can then share that yeah. with their kids in a deeper mm-hmm. way. Kara, what advice do you have for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? I think that you have to sort of look at the temperament of your dog. So are they going to be a right fit? Yes, it would be great if like every dog could be a therapy dog. Every dog is a therapy dog (laughs) if you ask their owners. But it is about temperament. So are they barking a lot? How are they around lots of different people of different ages? What happens if you pull their tail or you make a sudden movement? If they remain chill or not phased, like they could be a good candidate. I think that's when you go and do the training, that's a lot what they look for because they're not going to send a dog out into a hospital or a school. If the dog's going to be aggressive or not the right fit. So I think that would be the first thing, have an honest reflection of is my dog going to have the right temperament for this? And then also the commitment you have to make a commitment. Okay. I'm going to volunteer every two weeks or once a month. And then it's like really takes the time out of your day to go and do the work too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know that commitment can make a difference in what organization will volunteer through as well, just based on requirements of how often you have to volunteer through certain organizations.
1: Yeah. Also, I think they want the consistency too, especially if you're going to a hospital, where there is a lengthy intake process. They want the consistency and they look forward to it. So you're not just visiting patients. You're going to, say, go to the same ward every two weeks. So you're going to see the patients and the doctors and the nurses and everyone kind of mm-hmm. looks forward to that visit. So yeah, yeah that consistency, consistency it, it
0: helps your dog stay consistent on their skills. But it also allows you and your dog to mm-hmm. build those relationships. So that's really important to remember mm-hmm. yeah. Ali just shared in the comments uh, and also keeping in mind that you have to consider they have to be groomed or bathed before each visit. So making sure that you're not doing that too often for your dog as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's That's awesome. Well, Kara, is there anything else that you wanted to share while you're here?
1: I'm actually about to launch the Humankind Curriculum, which is a new program. It's a 10-week social and emotional learning literacy-based curriculum that's going to be launched it's an amazing in-depth program for schools or after-school programs or homeschool parents and i'm really excited for all this to get out in the universe i've been working on it for a long time it's very comprehensive and uh, yeah i really like to share that with your yeah family. that's
0: great where can people find more information about that uh head to
1: the website, which is worldoflittledude.com or my Instagram page at worldoflittledude. And there'll be a link awesome. to my website in my bio. You, Kara. I really appreciate you taking some time. Thank you so much, Tara. This is great. It's so nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet other therapy dog enthusiasts. And I think it's such a important part of our society to. She yeah, I really those agree. People. And I
0: love that you're taking it to the next level through combining your experiences with little dude and your expertise as an educator to really help people out. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kara. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. To